the girl featured in the previous poem may not have wanted to hear it. I'm not sure, she said, in a minute. She said, in a minute, and then walked away. There is no bow in her hair today. Hi, and welcome to Hold That Note, which is a musical podcast hosted by yours truly. They call me Lightning Lucas because I survived being struck by lightning, and my name is Lucas. And uh, today we're going to listen to one song which I had never recorded properly before, but I had done like a YouTube video of it, of me playing it live. And that song is called Girl at the Checkout Counter. And then the next song we'll hear after some riffing is actually a compilation of three short poems, one of which you just heard read as the cold open. And that series is called The Girl with the Bow in Her Hair, Parts 1, 2, and 3. There are a bunch of ways to support the podcast, and they are all listed, along with the show notes, at holdthatnote.net. I'm not going to list the ways today because perhaps you get bored of those, but if you listen to some other episodes, you can hear the ways to support the show. Welcome to episode 47 of Hold That So... Girl at the Checkout Counter was initially an idea that I had that I wrote uh, inspired by a cashier at Redfront Supermarket, but then I let it sit for a while, for several years, and then was inspired again by a different cashier at a food lion when I was working with individuals with disabilities and taking some guys to the food lion over on the other end of town and the song came back to me and I finished it. So that was all years ago and now it's done and uh, this song as well as Girl with a Bow in Her Hair parts one, two, and three are supposed to be sort of tongue-in-cheek and funny, as many of my songs are. They are not serious songs like Aubrey and that kind of thing in previous episodes. But I think that the album, Before I Find Her, will benefit from having some comic relief in it. Also, I should say that this episode is coming out on a Saturday evening instead of a Friday evening because I had the good fortune to go along on a family trip to get my dad's hip replaced and went really well and he's in recovery now and actually already home but still recovering and hopefully if all goes well he'll get his second hip replaced in four or five weeks, which is just incredible how far the system has come in, I think, about 60 years or maybe 70 years that they've been doing this procedure, and now they can do it outpatient. And anyway, it's just incredible. By the time I need new hips in 30 or 40 years, perhaps they'll do it at home. 
Anyway, enough about hips. Let's listen to Girl at the Checkout Counter. Here it is. Oh, wait. Actually, I wanted to say two things. First of all, people thought last week that the song Aubrey featured my brother because it had cello on it. But in reality, that was just me playing a musical instrument digital interface device, MIDI, a keyboard that sounds like a cello. Or I can make it sound like basically anything. So, uh, And also, I'm not a very talented keyboard player, so I can play and get close to what I want it to sound like, and then I and can actually go back and edit it through the computer. It's very cool, very powerful. And then along those lines, I also want to warn you that in this song that I'm about to play for you, I play mouth trumpet. Anyway, here it is. Girl at the checkout counter, you ought to ask for a raise. Because I'm sure some people are switching their supermarket loyalties. And I know your line is usually longer, but it's always worth the wait just to hear you say, here's your change, have a nice day. Girl at the checkout counter, I don't really know you at all. Because our conversations always revolve around the location of specific elusive items, girl. At the checkout counter, yes, I would like a receipt. And could you sign it with your full name and number, please, 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 girl. At the checkout counter, when does your shift end? I could never get up the nerve to say those words because the old lady bagging the stuff is always listening. Girl, at the checkout counter, she might turn off her hearing aids. And you and I could talk for a minute if there's no one else in line, fat chance. counter I thought I'd write you a song and I'll admit it's mostly because you're incredibly beautiful girl at the checkout counter you know I'm checking you out but technically you're checking me out too Well, I really like that one, so I hope you enjoyed it as well. It does sort of build up all the way to that last punchline. But I think some of the humor in the first few verses works as well. There were no questions submitted this week. I 
had some interesting conversations with some friends, which brought some things up that I hope to talk about in future episodes, but I kind of hope to get those questions submitted because it's just fun to listen to people other than just me on the podcast. One interesting thing that happened to me this week is that I got a targeted ad that I followed down the rabbit hole. It was about having this company groom you to apply for TEDx talks. So, you know, those TED talks that are not quite real TED talks, but they're sort of in the same umbrella. And if you do a really good one, they will feature it on the TED website. And of course, you also have the potential of getting millions of views. So this company was going to charge me like a gazillion dollars to coach me to do that. But they also said that if I watched their whole webinar, they would send me a list of TEDx talks that were coming up. But they haven't done that yet, so I'm going to complain. Because honestly, I think I have a cool enough story and a powerful enough message that I could possibly land a TEDx talk that would be a few months out and then I could figure out how to gain or beg, borrow, or steal the money to pay that company to coach me to do a good job. But it's actually not super high priority right now, but it did inspire me to think about what ways I could spend that same amount of gazillions of dollars to improve my reach and the program itself. Which brings up another metaphor that I heard or read about recently, which was saying that if you're an artist, you have the tendency to get off the metaphorical bus too soon For example, if a bus station was a mile or two from downtown, and so all the bus routes go downtown and then spread out and go different ways, if in this metaphor you get on one bus and then only go one or two miles and you think, man, this bus is not going where I want to go, and then so you say, I'm going to get off the bus, hail a cab, and go back to the bus station and get on another bus. And let's say that those metaphorical two miles are one or two years of your artistic work, and so you keep riding different buses, and they go about to the same point, and then you give up. And the key slash punchline of this metaphor is stay on the bus, and eventually it will differentiate and get to somewhere original. So that's what I'm hoping to do with this podcast. I really hope to stay on the podcast bus for the foreseeable future. So hope you're enjoying it. Now a little bit of backstory for the girl with the bow in her hair, parts one, two, and three. I went with my parents to visit my brother in Kansas at his two-year college before he later came back to 
the Berg for his junior and senior years. But anyway, we went out to Heston, Kansas, and I just had a blast. Like, it was so fun. I It made me kind of wish that I had gone to Heston for my first two years of college, but I didn't. Anyway, that would have been, I, I would have had a, a different life. I probably wouldn't be here. I probably wouldn't be talking to you right now. So, what is the point? The point is that on that trip to Kansas, I wrote a whole album. I mean, it was a short album, and then when I got home, I recorded it all in a day with uh, basically one or two takes per song. And so it's a really rough album, but it also has some gems on there, and I've re-recorded some of them over the years, and now I am, I am slash have re-recorded The Girl with the Bow in Her Hair, parts one and two, and then I also wrote a third part that is brand new for today. So I hope you enjoy The Girl with the Bow in Her Hair, parts one, two, and three. It's kind of like little poems with some harmonica in between. Here it is. Look at him wearing his new dress shoes Freshly shined today at noon Playing his cello for some shrieking lady Next to the girl with the bow in her hair Who takes these things with just the right attitude Grinning and nailing the notes with her voice and violin just a bit restless rocking during the readings the girl featured in the previous poem may not have wanted to hear it i'm not sure she said in a minute she said, in a minute, and then walked away There is no bow in her hair today I love the bow in my brother's friend's hair Love's a strong word, but it seems to fit What's the difference between liking something and loving it? Clearly one is a blue thumbs up And the other is a little red heart So part three there is actually a YouTube short that I wrote that I don't think I ever put on YouTube. Uh, there was a time about maybe a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, a while back now, I tried my hand at posting a YouTube short every day. And that was like, basically like these things, a poem put to music that was less than a minute and I have been thinking about maybe trying that again I 
liked it a lot as a workshop, a sort of self-workshop for picking which poems to turn into full-length songs. And I also in the past have done daily blogging for a couple months at a time. And anyway, I'm just thinking it would be fun to create a daily practice that would allow for fans like you guys, if you are super into it or somehow have more time in your life, you could follow that practice as well, not just the weekly practice of Hold That Note. Uh, I think of one of my mentors, Seth Godin, who I talk about all the time on here. He has a podcast, which I follow, that is weekly. And again, I'll recommend it. It's called Akimbo, so look that up. But he also has a daily blog, which he's been doing for, I don't know, I, I forget, over 10 years. Maybe Maybe 20 years. No, a very long time. The point is, though, that I don't currently have a method where you guys can get in my head daily, and I think that would be fun. So we've come to the end of another episode of Hold That Note. Here is the Patreon patron thank you song, followed by a brief outro. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for your generosity. I could not make music like I do if it weren't for people like you. Please do submit a question because I'd love to hear from you. This has been episode 47 of Hold That.